Hi everyone, welcome to The Odd Topic. My name is Glenda and I'll be your host for this episode. So today I'll be with a very, very special guest and even if I tried, I wouldn't explain or be able to introduce him to the full capacity of who he is. So I'll let our guest try to do that for us. First of all, you're too modest, okay? <laughs> you're too modest. Uh, my name is Mnobito Nidlamini. Um, I'm a fifth-year medical student here at Hainan Medical University. I am from South Africa, and Glenda, thank you for, thank you for having me on the show. Pleasure to have you here. I'm excited that you're here. You, you're at my place. So <laughs> how, how are you excited that I'm there? But wait, you mean on the planet? Here on the odd topic. On the... Yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, so today's topic is living a life that matters. When you hear that title, like living a life that matters, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Like what does that say to you? Oh, well, the first thing that comes to my mind is purpose, you know? Mm. Uh, a life that matters is full, f- full of purpose, you know, it's driven by purpose. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. Mm. Yeah. So what does that look like to you? What, what steps do you think, like in your personal journey, what steps are you taking towards um, living a life that actually matters? Um, well, for me, it, it, it first starts by my faith, you know. Uh, none of none of, none of the the purpose that I have or that I've discovered would be possible without my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So let's start there. Mm. Um, I would say that the steps. Um, okay, well, like mm, the way I want to put it is that like living a purposeful life is knowing that you're not living for yourself, but you're living for your for others. So others could be your loved ones, your friends, strangers, as long as you can serve. I mean, I, mean, I think that's where purpose starts. Mm. Purpose starts when you, when you discover how you can serve others instead of just living for yourself. Mm. If you say um, it's a life of living for others, how would you accomplish that without getting uh, trapped into the people-pleaser uh, world? Right, right, right. It's, it's an interesting question because I've been trapped before in the people. I think we all have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been trapped before in the people-pleaser world. Um, mm-hmm. But I've always known that like, I have my own ambitions, my own goals that I'd like to like, reach in life. Mm. Um, but as to how to avoid it, um, there's no avoiding it. You, you will get a taste of it, like... If, if this is the route that you do choose to go down to, like, uh, living for others. But knowing that, you know, in order to help others, you must first build. In order to build, you must first serve yourself. Once you've served yourself enough to the point that you have enough to give, that's, that's how you, you escape the trap. Um, for example, for example, I think it was in 2017, uh, I was I was in I was in our African Students Union. Mm-hmm. I was the uh, public relations officer in my first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl that I was with, I actually had to break up with that girl because she didn't understand my position and what I, what I had to do. Mm. Now, 
how do I link this up with um, getting out of the trap? Getting, the getting out of the trap part was making enough time possible to take care of personal things, but also making sure that those personal things understand the situation that you're in. So mm. if you're doing your best to make time for that and they don't see you like that, you have to understand that there are some things you're willing, you should be willing to go without. Like there's some things you, you should be willing to compromise in order to stay on that mission. Mm. Because if, if it's not the one, then, you know, it will keep dragging you down. Yeah. Making the, the trap even worse. Definitely. With that, I feel like most of the times there's two extremes, you know. There's one extreme where you end up doing so much of the building on your, your personal part. Like, you end up doing so much of the loving yourself that you become selfish with that and you don't regard people. And then there's another part, another extreme where um, you regard so many people and then you neglect yourself and at the end of the day, you end up being weary because you're giving everything that you have. So how do you strike that healthy balance between um, loving yourself and loving other people? Um, that's a good question, actually. Well... For, for for that one, like I said, you know, you have to you have to serve yourself first in order to have enough to serve others, mm. right? Um, for example, in uh, when they when they're debriefing you before uh, before a plane takes off, mm-hmm. they tell you about uh, if if it ever so happens that oxygen masks are deployed, you should first um, put the oxygen mask on yourself, and then you can help others, because if you don't put the oxygen mask on yourself you'll suffocate, you'll go unconscious and probably die. Mm. Now, how are you going to help people if you're dead? Mm. You know? Mm. So you have, to, you have to find that balance where you say, I'm using this time for me and me alone. You have to be selfish with that time. Mm. And then you have to use other time to say, I'm helping others. And you have to be selfish with that time. Now, sometimes these things, they come up spontaneously. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it that's the sacrifice of choosing this lifestyle of like serving others mm. yeah i like that analogy right you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so i wanted to ask like yeah you actually sound like you have it figured out i don't actually. <laughs> i don't you know that's the thing hey it's so easy to sound that way but uh would you um tell us uh how it's been like how the journey has been because I'm sure it's been a journey. Like, what has your, yo. your path to purpose looked like? Yo, yo. <laughs> my path to purpose, gents. I, that's been a tough one. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, there are those people who, like, they are born in the Christian home and just from there they are set in life, you know, like, they are just set. Yeah. And, you know? Like, no struggles. Okay, I know that there's people who have struggled, but, like, their struggle is I don't have bread, you know? They've never really, you know, struggled with these things of, you know, just... Wait a minute. So you're saying I've never struggled with bread? No. I've always struggled with bread. I'm struggling with bread right now. (laughs) (laughs) No. You see, I'm talking... Those are, like, normal people problems, you know? Right. The bread thing. But then there's... I'm not talking about the normal people problems. I'm talking about those things of where um, 
you know, you're battling within yourself with what you know you're supposed to be doing and what you're not supposed to be doing, but oh, you, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the poor struggle of, um, I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I keep finding myself doing what I'm not supposed to be doing. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, you're saying that... Okay, in short, what's your testimony been like? Like, <laughs> what's your path to Why purpose? Why did you just ask me my testimony? <laughs> <laughs> saying what's your path to purpose sounds oh, way more fancy. <laughs> It sounds. <laughs> oh, but which one is this one? You're talking about Paul and bread and bags. I'm like, yo, just and just ask me my testimony. That's okay. No, but it sounded fancier when I said, "What's your path ah, to purpose?" You see, you see, you see. That's where, <laughs> see, that's where you start to lose the plot. But anyways, okay. Um. How's the path to purpose journey been? Um, yeah, for that one, it's been a wild one. Mm. So wait, do you want me to, like? Do you want me to do it like uh, the the style you did? Um, four stories, one cross. Um, it can be anything really. It's your personal story. Own it. Right. You know, own it. I'm still, I'm still going through the story. <laughs> like till this day, I'm still going through the story. But aren't we all? Yeah, it's a new season right now. Actually, it was like a brand new season. Mm. All right, so like um, my my path to purpose, um, my testimony really. Um, I'll start. Where will I start? I'll start at end of high school. Right? Mm-hmm. I'll start at end of high school. Um, my matric year. Mm-hmm. Um, my trick is like the last year, grade twelve, grade 12 right? Mm. Um, that year, uh, I really became like a social butterfly. Like I started to come out of my shell, and I started to become the me that you see today. Mm. Uh, and in that year, like I did a whole lot of things, trying to validate myself, trying to you know prove that I am better than the version that I was before I came out of my shell because the version before that I I was boring. I was so boring. I was so boring. I was so insecure about myself, about the situation I was in with my family. And you know, it was just it was just like an awkward time to be alive. But uh I don't know, somehow I just broke out of my shell, I came out of my shell and I just uh started becoming this guy. And with becoming this guy comes a lot of attention, right? And when you get a lot of attention, sometimes it can get to your head, right? Mm. Um, that happened majorly when I moved to China to study. Um, mm. When I moved here, this place had no one like me. So when there was someone like me, it, people were like, yo, who's this guy? Mm. He's, he's like crazy. He's got like crazy energy. Like, Yes, you do. I want to be around <laughs> this dude. Yes, you do have the energy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the people would just be like, I want to be around this dude. And, but it wasn't positive attention. Mm. It was the attention for the party, you know? Mm. Like when we're at a party, people will know that I was at a party. Mm. Uh, you were the life of the party. I don't like to say that, man. You don't mean like, to brag. Nah, 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 <laughs> man. I don't like, I'm not the life of the party. The party has its own life. Cause if I'm like, the, if I'm the life of the party mm. and I get tired, people will come, Hey, why aren't you dancing? I'm like, eh. Bruh, let me enjoy the party as well. Let me sit down and, you know, oh, 
do the things you, you want me to be here jumping and screaming the whole time just because <laughs> it's for your entertainment. Go away, you know. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to be that guy. But mm-hmm. sometimes I was. Most of the time I was. Um, and in that, I already knew, like, I already knew, like, Tony, you have a purpose. Like, God has called you. This gift that you have of of of, of speech and, and and talking, it mm-hmm. isn't a gift you should be wasting on like partying and stuff. Yeah. Like, this gift of being able to draw near to people, being able to connect to people, like I'm giving you this gift so you can you know, uh, go go and harvest souls for me. You mm. know, and I knew that. I knew that. Grew up in a Christian home. I knew my life was was going like. From a, from a young age, God revealed that he's going to do big things with me. I just didn't believe it that much. I just knew I was going to be rich. I knew that for sure. Like I knew I was like, hey, yo, sooner or later, I'm going to start swimming in the paper. I'm going to start swimming in the man. I'm going to be within the man, bro. Within. <laughs> within. I just knew that from like a very young age. But I also then found out that, you know, once I have all the money, then what? What other... Like, what other thing would I want to fulfill? Mm. Right? That's when God came and was like, nah, man, this is actually what you're meant to do with all the money I'm going to give you. Mm. And I'm like, oh, snap. Okay. So <laughs> from then, I think I was like 10 years old or something. But from then, I just, oh, I've always known like, okay, there's a higher purpose. There's a higher purpose. Mm. And sooner or later, I'm going to be at a spotlight. And the spotlight came and I was in the wrong place. Mm. Um, it was the wrong stage really mm. um yeah so i had the spotlight on me for like a good two years uh three years actually and then in my fourth year um i, I stepped onto the church stage right when i stepped onto the church stage my gift was still the same like mm. it didn't it didn't die down it wasn't changed the energy didn't change it was still the same energy because you know it's a gift you know, it doesn't change wherever you go Mm-hmm. So, I you know I stepped onto the church stage. I think in my third or fourth year, mm-hmm. and that's where I started to see what God was trying to do. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so what you're trying to do here? And then you're showing me, showing me, showing me. First, I was very reluctant. I was super, super reluctant. But you know, little by little, you know, that's how the Holy Spirit works. He'll just be, he'll just be persistent with you, just yeah. trying to like show you. Because I think, I think it's like super important what he wants me to do that's mm-hmm. why he's not letting it go that's mm-hmm. why he hasn't like given up that's why I'm not dead yeah because if he had so like ah this guy is useless <laughs> let's, let's let's end him now then you know but it turns out I still have a lot to accomplish for the Lord mm-hmm. so yeah I, I was in that in that stage and then I, I think at, at fourth year I, I had a mental breakdown like mm-hmm. it was it was crazy like it was yeah, it was a movie, dog. But anyways, I had a mental breakdown um, in fourth year, and that's when that's when I surrendered myself completely to Jesus. I surrendered yeah. myself completely. I was like, I cannot do this anymore off of my own strength. Mm. I need somebody else. Um, then from from then till now, uh, I've been living a life of surrendering and obedience. Well, not complete obedience, because you know, sometimes. We get disobedient. Yeah. Shame on us, but you know. But yeah, that's 
that's that's the, the major part. Yeah. Mm. So, what difference would you say? Like, major difference have you seen with expressing your talent outside the church and inside the church? Like, what major things? You know, there's those things that you do, and you're like, okay, for this one, I can really feel and see the difference. Um, do you have any of those? Um, well, for that one, uh, the major differences that I have seen is is when it comes down to intention. Mm. Okay. When it comes down to like the end game, okay, I'll say that the end game. In church, when I use my gift, mm-hmm. uh, the end game is pretty simple. I get people engaged, and then I let the word of God do the rest. Mm-hmm. That's the end game. Yeah, it's just for me to engage the audience, and then the word of God will do the rest. Outside the church, uh, I, I I get the audience engaged. I get my audience engaged in whatever that I'm doing, mm-hmm. and it's all down to me. Now the power is in my hand. What am I going to do with this audience? Am I going to drop it? Am I going to exploit it? Am I going to, you know? And most of the time, uh, especially way back then, I exploited it mm. in very, very bad ways. Um, I'm not a good guy. Some of you must know about me. It's like, I'm a good guy now. Mm. But before, mm. wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> so I, I think that's where the, the difference of the gift is, actually, yeah. Mm. Wow. Who would you say um, inspired, you know, inspires or inspired you the most? Like, you know, I know, of course, we look to Jesus as our standard, but... Which earthly figures do you feel like God has used the most to impact your life? I say this with with all respect. And this respect doesn't come from a place of... um, doesn't come from a place of, you know, I'm trying to buy favor or Mm -hmm. what, what, what. But this place comes from, like, immense respect for this individual. And I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for him um, and this and this person is my brother not my biological brother but like he's been my bro ever since high school and that's Andy mm. Andy's uh, one of one of the you go to school with Andy though you know Andy <laughs> <laughs> Andy Lemkeze I think he was on the show before right on the blog yeah yeah he was on the blog not the podcast okay so he was on the it was on the blog before. Go check out the blog, guys. Link in the description below. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, yeah, but Andy Lemkize, um, my friend from high school, my roommate here, and overall my brother, um, we used to do this stuff together. We both have this gift. Mm-hmm. His gift was crazier than mine. <laughs> I promise you, I promise you. I used to follow his lead. Um, I'm sure he'd say the opposite. He he does say the opposite. I know because I've heard him say the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we used to we used to do that 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 stuff together, and when when he surrendered first, God spoke to him first. He surrendered through music, and then all of a sudden he surrendered, mm-hmm. and he was just on another level. And when I had my mental breakdown, he was there. 
he was there and he helped me to surrender. I remember that night he came over to my house and we prayed. We prayed for a long time. Mm. Um, oh. And it was just, it was just like, at, at that moment, God was working in our life simultaneously. Mm. He, he, he had pulled us out of, you know, that darkness and brought us into his light. Mm. And so for me, he's been, every time, I, every time I'm about to do something bad, mm-hmm. I think, what would Andy say? What would Andy do? Wow. Because he, he has this big brother nature. Although I'm older than him, he has this big brother nature. Like, yo, I'm only just trying to look out for you. Mm. So he would come, to, like, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm backsliding, if I'm slipping somewhere, he would talk to me. He'd be like, hey, man, we're on a mission here, Doug. Like, mm. if you're really taking this life seriously, because you, you, know, you can't claim one side and then mm. you'd be on the other side. Yeah. So like that goes for your integrity and too like it goes for your soul, man. Like you can't be doing that stuff. That stuff's not healthy for you. So yeah, yeah just just that that's 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 been my my earth, like my earthly figure. It's, wow. it's been that guy. Yeah. That says a lot with the type of friends we keep and you know people usually toss the phrase around like the friends you have can make or break you, but that really like drives the point home. Mm. And in this case, did he make or break me? Make, because I mean... But we used to break each other, so... <laughs> well... We, break, we broke each other, now we're making each other. That's crazy. God's divine plan, hey? Hey! <laughs> what can you say? Yeah, so... Um, off the top of your head, do you have, like, any tips or any ways that you'd advise someone trying to find their purpose and okay. walk in it? Okay, like to find your purpose and walking in it, basically mm-hmm. like the the name the the topic which is like living a life that matters. Um, the principle is serving others. Mm-hmm. So off the top of my head, how to find out? Find out how you can serve others, mm-hmm. and and serve them using your gift. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Using your gift and your expertise. I'm not saying go out and, you know, find a homeless man and feed him. Anyone can do that. But mm. serving others, serving others goes beyond just a handout. Yeah. So off the top of my head, the principle is not you. It's the person next to you. It's your neighbor. It's your mom. It's your dad. It's your friend. It's a stranger. Think about them first. Your purpose will be way clear once you, once you do that. And how do I find my gift? Ah, your gift, Doug. You know your gift. <laughs> something. Your gift is something that you just that you just wake up and you're like, damn, I'm really good at this thing, man. I, there are some things that I wish I was good at that I, I I believe it's my gift, but I'm not good at. You know, just that whole That's, whole mix up, like. Yeah, you're confusing this with your passion, you <laughs> fish. Okay, you know that, break you know it that, down for me. Yeah, TD Jakes actually once spoke about this. He's like. Mm-mm. It's like once you start work, once you start walking in, um, once you start walking, once you start using your gift mm-hmm. um, to serve God, then you'll be walking in purpose. But if you're gonna chase your passion, mm-hmm. if you're gonna chase something you're not good at, but you say, "Nah, this is my passion." It's my passion, you know. <laughs> you, you know, and something you're not good at, and what, what, what then you're really not walking in purpose. Mm-hmm. So a, it's nice to have passions, guys. Have passions. Like, for real, like, chase mm. them nicely, but let that be on the side. Mm. 
Mm. Once you walk in your gift, if your gift is writing and you're good at writing, but you don't like it, fam, if you're not going to walk in your gift, then you, you're not going to be walking in your purpose. But if, you're, if, if, you're, if your gift is writing and your passion is singing and you're not good at singing, <laughs> <laughs> tell me, how would you serve others better? In, in the mediocre singing or the excellent writing? <laughs> we'll force them to like my singing. Oh, you're not this man. How about for real? Like, that's, that's how I see it. Mm. And mm. if you so happen to like your gift, that's why you have to learn to like your gift. Mm. If you like your gift, our life becomes a whole lot easier and you accept it and you accept that this is the reason why I'm here, this is the purpose. If you accept it early and you begin to like it, oh, you forget about your passions. You just walk in your purpose. Mm. <laughs> okay, that's a nice answer. Okay, so we should be rounding up. Um, do you have... Okay, I always find this question hard to answer when it's asked to me, but I'll ask it to you anyway. Okay. Do you have um, like if like a favorite Bible verse or something that like just always pulls you up, like just that thing that, you know, that verse that you're like, oh, that, that one, that one was for me, like, <laughs> that one was for me. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget, I'll never forget, I was in church, mm-hmm. um, when I, when I started going like into church, like deep, uh, I was weary, I was really, really weary. And the scripture that came up, Isaiah, Isaiah 40, verse 31. Mm. Wait, let me not, you know, let me not be, uh, I got I to double check. <laughs> because now if, if I don't double check, I don't want to be misleading people. Mm. Um, but it talks about um, those who renew their strength in the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Those, yeah, yeah. The, you see, mm. see, I'm even getting it wrong. <laughs> those who wait on the Lord renew their strength, yeah. so on and so forth. Wait, hold up, wait a minute. Yes, 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 it is. Ha ha. Still got my Bible verses. Uh, but those who hope in the Lord, or those who wait in the Lord in another version, will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Mm. Yeah, that was, that, that's, 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 the, that's the one for me. Isaiah 40, verse 31, guys. Wow, this has been a lovely conversation. Thank you. Are you saying that for the podcast, or are you saying like for like real life? I'm, <laughs> I'm saying that for real life because I've I've gotten to know a side of you that I didn't, you know, behind all the, the energy and what. It's good to know that there was another side to it. Okay, Glenda. <laughs> I will believe you for now. Oh yeah, please do. <laughs> Guys, Glenda doesn't like swimming. Okay, let's start that, there. We had a long conversation about Glenda not liking swimming. and That has is, nothing to do with living a life that matters. So, okay. Living a life that matters means that you like to swim. Because swimming matters. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, in case I was a stranger and I listened to this podcast and I wanted to find you somewhere to, you know... Um, be able to ask you questions or interact with you and all that, where would I find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram. That's what I use 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, my Instagram handle, will you link it in the description? You can say it. 
Hi, but it's like it's my name and my surname. I don't know if people will understand. We'll it. link it, but we want to hear you say it. Oh, okay, okay. See, hey, it's my first time on a podcast, guys. So, Jay, about hey, rest. Anyways, uh, my handle is at Tony Lamini one zero one. That's Tony Lamini one zero one. You guys can catch me on YouTube very soon. Uh, you'll put that in the description below. Mm-hmm. But my YouTube channel is Tony M D. That's Tony M D. No space, no caps, nothing. It's just Tony M D. Wow, and um, I'm only learning about yeah. the YouTube channel today. Okay. Hey, and to... and you're coming at me about the swimming thing. Anyway, we'll end this podcast here. <laughs> I had to debut it on the you know the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm, okay <laughs> okay so thank you for listening to this episode of the odd topic it has been um an interesting one i hope you take a few notes from this i hope you become better people and i hope you you know aspire to live lives that actually matter so don't forget to follow us on anchor on instagram you can reach out to any of the hosts um glenda Luto, who's me um you could reach Genda Kakuo, you could reach K, you could reach Tuawa, any of us. Um, all that stuff will be linked. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Odd Topic. Glendorino. <laughs> <laughs>